0: What up, TCK Podders? I'm your host, Sky Guasco. You are listening to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at Pod and on Twitter at tck__pod. You can find all of our rankings and multiple articles at tckpod.com. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Well, hey, hi ho Welcome back to the TCK Pod. That is the Candlestick Kids podcast, y'all. This is episode number 326. It is a Tuesday. That means you're listening to me, Dweeznuts Nuts, at Dweez Nuts, all Z's, no S's, if you want to find me on Twitter. And uh, this is a stat rat episode. We're going to take a nice little deep dive somewhere in the league, beyond just the uh, finish numbers, for some of these guys to find out what's going on in their situation, how we might be able to take advantage We are deep, deep, deep into the Fantasy Playoffs semifinals for most leagues here going into Week 15. Hopefully you're still sticking around. If you're in the TCK Listener League Rookies Division, that's me, number one seed, baby. Good luck. I'm going to win it. I'm going to win all my fucking leagues. That's how I go into these things. Confidence. It's all about that confidence. Hey, holidays are just around the corner. Or right now, happening right now, if you're of the persuasion, Happy Hanukkah to those of you lighting the menorah with me and mine every night. Merry Christmas upcoming for those of you that don't. And, you know, there's a whole bunch more. I wanted to look at one situation here and go really deep on the Miami passing attack with Tua tungle this team is looking real fucking legit, guys. You know, this was the uh, Miami Dolphins going into this. The We fully expected that this team was going to finish near the very bottom of the league, but it's looking a lot like they're going to make the playoffs. It's looking a lot like it. Damn near took down the Kansas City Chiefs this past week. Forced Patrick Mahomes to do something he hadn't done all year. Two interceptions in one game. Coming up here, they got the Patriots, so tough test, especially for two in that passing game. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Big game for them. They got to win if they want to get in. So this is what I did. I looked at every pass attempt have made so far on the season. He's thrown a pass in seven games thus far this year. Looked at his targets, and I broke this down. First off, right out of the gates, there's only one guy that he's targeted in every game that he's played. Any guesses? I'll give you a second. It's Joaquin Grant. Now, granted, in his first first time on the field, he only threw two passes, but Joaquin Grant was one of them. He's the only guy who's got a target in all seven of Tua's played games. Interesting. Probably not all that valuable, that piece of information there, but I thought it was worth mentioning here. Okay. So if I break this down, there's three guys that obviously stand out. I mean, you can probably tell me who they are right at the outset. Devontae Parker does lead in Tua targets, 31 targets. Mike Gusecki leads in Tua yards, 248 receiving yards from Tua. He's also got the three touchdowns leads in that category as well. Joaquin Grant, 29 targets himself, 174 yards which, by the way, more than Devontae Parker. Those three guys account for 50% of Tua's targets, 48 or so percent of his yards, 50% of his red zone targets, 66% of his passing touchdowns. Those three guys are the three guys. Now, that doesn't discount everybody else. Tua, one thing that Tua does really well already is that he spreads the ball around. He's hit 15 different receivers, or receiving options anyway, so far in this season, some of that is due to injury. That running back core is beat up. Devontae Parker, Mike Kosicki, even go out in the last game, Preston Williams. Lots of injury issues here, but he's thrown it around. Whoever's, whoever's open is getting the target. Now, Devontae Parker also has seven red zone targets from this guy, but only two touchdowns on those. I don't think Devontae Parker and Tua Tungalivoa have a good connection. In fact, if you track the targets, the red zone targets, the yards, all of these things, even the catch percentage, it's trending in the wrong direction. Whereas a guy like Gesicki trending in the right direction. Here's an interesting bit about Gesicki. Only two red zone targets, three touchdowns, but only two red zone targets. He's scoring from 29 yards out, as he did in this past game. You know who's got more red zone targets? Adam Shaheen with four no touchdowns yet for him. In fact, he's got a hard time catching the ball as well. Only three catches on his seven targets, but, uh, four red zone targets. I, th- I found that interesting. I'll tell you why in just a moment. The other guy that stands out here, obviously, it's got to be Lynn Bowden. If you watch the game, Lynn Bowden Jr. really stood out. 13 targets in just those two games, 11 catches, 85 yards, and 123 yards, which makes him the fourth leading receiver. For two with Ivoa, and he's only had a, a target in two games. Second in targets, in fact, over those two games, just behind Mike Gesicki. Only 10 fewer yards than Mike Gesicki in those past two games. He even had a pass attempt, guys, in this last week. When Gesicki and Devontae Parker both went out, it was Lynn Bowden Jr. That was the beneficiary. I think that was pretty obvious. If you were watching the game, he's not the only guy I like. If Kasiki misses time, if Parker misses time, however, I'd be remiss not to point out that Adam Shaheen guy, second most red zone targets on the year of the four, only behind Devontae Parker. Eventually, those two are going to connect, right? Whether or not Kosicki or Parker miss time, I think Joaquin Grant might be a really sneaky addition to your fantasy playoff lineup if you're in a really deep league it's it's a floor that he's got guys his target consistency five six five five over the last four games that's nice now they're short targets he's going 30 yards 40 yards uh we went 32 42 45 35 over the last four games which is which is tough i mean it's not like he's got a big play potential there's not been a ton of big play potential on this team thus far outside of what we've seen from gisicki but I think the floor is nice. If you're looking for a floor play that you can grab and slot in somewhere, I think here's, he's your guy. I'd ignore the rest of this roster. I mean, there's lots of guys, right? Malcolm Perry, Antonio Callaway, for crying out loud, has caught some balls from this guy. Mac Hollins seems to pop up. He's scored a touchdown, but uh, not worth a play. Even Derwin Smythe, for fuck's sake. The third-string tight end. He's got nine catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown with two red zone targets. It's real strange to me that Adam Shaheen and Derwin Smythe combined for six red zone targets. Makes you think, hey, he wants to throw to tight ends in the red zone, but Mike Gesicki only has two from Tunga Laivola. What's that about? Strange. They don't use him like they use the other two guys, but it's working. Mike Gesicki is going to be a hell of a hell of a, uh, an roster piece in dynasty leagues moving forward. That Tua Gesicki thing is going to be real nasty. Seventeen targets in the last two games, guys, and that's with him missing time. He left that game before it was over. One hundred and forty-six yards in the past two games. A couple of touchdowns just last week. Solid. Tua stacks up really nicely here in his rookie year with quarterbacks across the league. 63 or so percent completion across the board. Over a thousand yards. Um, not a ton, but over a thousand yards. He's thrown nine touchdowns. None to running backs, by the way, which was really interesting. I think five touchdowns to wide receivers thus far on the year. And those are pretty well spread out. Preston Williams had one. Mac Hollins had one. Parker and Grant. Four touchdowns to the tight end. Of course, three of those were Mike Gesicki. I like what is doing. I like uh, those guys that I've listed. I think Lynn Bowden is going to be a really nice play in the fantasy playoffs here. Might be a really sneaky win somebody some stuff. Especially if Gesicki ends up being injured. Especially if Parker has a hard time coming back. Adam Shaheen could be a really good ad as a streaming tight end if we're looking at week 16, particularly against the Las Vegas Raiders. Take advantage of him if Kasicki's out. They're going to connect on a touchdown sooner or later for red zone targets in his time with Tua. It's going to happen. The Miami Dolphins passing attack. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? They sit Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is playing like crazy, hair on fire, and Tua, man, he's getting good. He's getting good. He's got some guys that he likes. Those guys get hurt and he finds somebody else. Real interesting to watch this kid's career. Make what you will of all that stuff that I just told you. I know I didn't give you a very clear-cut conclusion. I want you to make your own conclusions here. My last bit here that I'm going to give you is not really stat rap, but I want to say this because I say it every year going into the fantasy playoffs, at least these last couple of weeks. As we get uh, more and more concerned, you know, we don't play week 17 for a reason. Okay. Teams are sitting guys. I know we have uh, one less buy. So, so more teams should be playing, playing hard till the end. But guys are getting sad. Guys are getting less time. Play calling is getting more conservative and a lot of teams And you should be concerned about some of your studs. Especially the studs that have been questionable every week. Dealing with injuries. Um, Be real surprised if Julio does a lot more on the field with this hamstring. I mean, they're, uh, they're not really in the race, guys. But this is a time that you can take a look at those teams that are fighting to get into the playoffs. And I think you can expect more from those guys now. I think the Indianapolis Colts, great example of this right now, right? Great example. Phillip Rivers is playing like a fucking animal. T.Y. Hilton playing like a fucking, finally, finally, years in the making, playing like an animal. Jonathan Taylor, I think I saw, um it was Sky that tweeted this out maybe this morning. Jonathan Taylor's a running back one over the past two weeks. T.Y. Hilton's a wide receiver too. That's a team that's fighting for their playoff life, guys. They're fighting for the division. With Tennessee, same record. Tennessee's got the tie break. Tennessee's playing out of their minds too. I mean, Derek Henry, Jesus Christ. Look to teams like this that are fighting, that have to win every single play in order to give themselves a solid chance at making the playoffs. The Miami Dolphins are fighting for a chance at the playoffs right now. Look to teams like that. Look to team, guys like Miles Gaskin on that team. Some other teams that I think you should look at that are fighting to survive. Arizona Cardinals. Strong start to the year. They've fallen off. Look to DeAndre Hopkins to go absolutely apeshit crazy on that team. Kenyon Drake. Absolutely apeshit crazy. How about the Vikings? Dalvin Cook. He, you know, he's he's... Playing against the best defenses in the world, and he's still doing okay. He's still getting it done. Justin Jefferson's a goddamn man. The Las Vegas Raiders, I think, are going to surprise some people in these last couple of weeks. They're going to, um, they're going to put up some numbers. Darren Waller is going to be a goddamn stud. Josh Jacobs is going to come in here and, uh, play, play like a real man. Baltimore Ravens, we saw it last night. Scored like crazy. I know it was the Cleveland Browns, but they are fighting against those Cleveland Browns, by the way, for a playoff spot. Look to the teams that are fighting. Okay. If you have a decision to make for your flex spot, your second flex spot, and it's close, absolutely use the team's position in league to decide who you should play this week. They're still in it. They're going to, they're going to be not necessarily playing harder, but the coaches are going to be calling plays in a different way. Okay, they're going to be more aggressive because they've got to score points. They've got to get in. They'll do whatever it takes. That's it for me. Stat Rat out. We've got one week left of this. I think maybe two. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep going in the off season. I don't. I don't know. Haven't figured that shit out yet. But uh, uh, yeah, a little different of an episode this week. I brought the energy down a little bit. You're welcome. Time to get calm. Time to settle in. Either to your championship or, uh, the offseason because you're out. Most, most of you are out. It's okay. We still love you. Keep coming back. TCK pod. Every single day of the week. Five days a week anyway. New content. Take a look at the website tckpod.com. On Twitter at tck underscore pod. On Instagram fantasy football underscore tck pod. Go find this guy. Talk to him. I am Dewey's Nuts at Dewey's Nuts All Z's No S's find me on twitter we'll talk to you guys soon good luck and happy holidays thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube